Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is February 5th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well and in good spirits. Looking for love, finding love, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see, how has my weekend been? It's been good. It's been enjoyable. Um, we can sidle into some food corner. I um, was initially going to get Thai food. But it wound up being too late. So the audible was to Red Robin. I hadn't been there in a little bit. And I did miss the onion rings. I haven't had like, well, had an onion ring on New Year's. Yeah. Like New Year's Eve. And that was good. But I wanted an onion ring again. So I got the onion ring tower. I got pretzel bites. I got this, the Scorpion Burger, which is such an overrated title. If you're going to like name it something like that, it should be really hot. It was just like, it was just like a little spicy. It had like jalapeno capper thingies in it. Um, it was fine. Um, I had a funny, goofy, gaffy moment where my extra fries, like the second thing I fries I got, they like fell off the table into my like small little and I don't know if you're if you've been to a Red Robin in a while. Um, the one where we're at, um, it it has these small little tables. So like if if you're not sitting in a bar, you know, it's just like, you know, one or two people, they'll put you in these little square table like, I don't know. It's just like and you're up on a ledge kind of thing. It's like enough for you to sit your your feet at, but like for me, I'm like dangling a foot out sometimes. I don't know. It was uncomfortable. So anyway, so my fries just fall into like the right side of it into this chasm, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Overall, I it was giving Applebee's, which is not a compliment, and um, I don't know. It was okay. I, I probably won't go to Red Robin for a while, but you know, hey, the onion rings were good. Um. Other than that, we can just get into some news. We can get into it. Uh, let's see. From the Associated Press, U.S. downs Chinese balloon drawing a threat from China. Uh, so this is a little bit of a part two, if you will. We covered this in the last episode. Uh, there was a, from what China was saying, was a, sur- not a surveillance balloon, but a weather balloon that they were using to like track things of that nature, and it got blown off course, and it was unable to steer, so that was what they were saying, now, according to us, we're like, no, we don't believe that, this looks to be more like a surveillance situation, like a spy balloon, and, you know, given the area where it was, um, was seen, which was in, like, Montana, um, a place where there's, like, a lot of, like, nuclear military site stuff, um, it was very suspicious. Also, we covered in the last episode that there was another one in Latin America that has been spotted. Now, for the one that was over America, you know, it's been moving along. Um, it said in this article that, um, let's see, President Joe Biden issued the order but had wanted the balloon downed even earlier on Wednesday. He was advised that the best time for the operation would be when it was over water, U.S. officials said. 
Um, military officials determined that bringing it down over land from an altitude of 60,000 feet would pose an undue risk to people on the ground. Um, and then we have a little bit of a China's response, which they are saying that they you reserve, they're reserving the right to take further actions. Um, they're calling it an obvious overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. Um, now, this is a bit of them saving face. Um, also, something I didn't mention in the last episodes was that Blinken was scheduled to go to China. And because of this whole balloon kerfuffle, he canceled the trip. And now China had a response saying that, like, eh, you know, we didn't even, like, plan on him being here. Like, he can say whatever he wants about his affairs and whether or not he was coming here. But that's not, that wasn't our plans. And it's like, bro, that's so petty. That's just so petty. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's. It's definitely a weird moment. I, and I, I've, I've you know, I said it once again, keep referencing the other episode. But this is something that's happened before. It is, it's happened, I believe, at least a few times during Trump's administration. And it's happened before with um, during Joe Biden's administration as president. So it's not new that the spy plane thing, if it is a spy plane, um, has happened. And it's like, okay, cool. Um, I would not be surprised or shocked if we and other superpowers that have the capabilities are doing the same fucking thing to each other. So that's why I feel like the whole further action part is, you know, included by China. Because it's like, look, then fine, we're going to make a big spectacle the next time you guys have a drone or whatever in our airspace doing whatever we, you know, don't want y'all to do. So, you know, we'll see. I don't think this is, like, big news or anything like that. Um, but at the same time, it is interesting. Uh, there are pictures of the balloon getting popped. And it's, like, I don't want to say it's satisfying in the sense. Because, like, you know, if you've ever seen a balloon getting popped, it's, like, whoop, poop. This, like, it deflates in a way that I did not like. Like, it just, like, almost, like, evaporates and disappears as it falls. I don't know. I, I I was going to put it up for the picture of the thumbnail, but it just didn't fit. So I was kind of like, ah, I'll scrap it. But definitely an interesting moment to talk about. Um, we can move along. From the insider, a YouTuber set up a fake live stream to give him an alibi for murdering a pregnant woman, prosecutors say. So this is a really fucking sad story. Um, takes place in the UK. Um, let's see. The accused, Stefan McCullough, um, he set up a live stream. Um, at least I, I should put that in air quotes. But, um, let's see. He set up a live stream to use as an alibi to kill, um, I feel like, do I have to say allegedly? I guess allegedly. Um, Natalie McNally, um, who's 15 weeks pregnant. Um, also she had type one diabetes. It's mentioned in the article from like the family. Um, it just going to, you know, just goes to show like she was a real advocate, really like a person who was just like a shining light doing the best she could living with a life and to have it snuffed out by some guy like this, like, I, and I don't know the motive or reason that hasn't been, um, released or talked about yet. Um, let's see. 
Per the reports, the court was told that McCullough's live stream ran for six hours on the same night McNally was stabbed to death in her home. Uh, the Guardian said that a senior police investigator, Neil McGinnis, told the court that technical analysis determined that the footage was pre-recorded. So I think like initially they had said, oh, okay, so you were doing a live stream, they see the live stream, okay, that, that looks about right. But I think just more research or more cyber whatever from the police and they realize like oh no something's wrong here and um there's an offense that's launched by i think like mccullough's team or whatever before i think there's a confession um but essentially i think he was trying to say like oh no there was technical like issues with the chat because when during the live stream you're you're you're, you know you record live and essentially there's a whole chat that's supposed to be able to come in and talk to you. And in this situation, he's playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which I got to say, classic game. Um, and he's talking, he's, you know, blah, 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 blahing. But honestly, as someone who has live streamed before, that is not hard to do. Like, essentially, you're just kind of doing a podcast mode. And he did this for six fucking hours to just pretend that um, he was live. And, um, I mean, it's a nifty trick, I guess, um, but I'm sure it's not super complicated to be able to put up a video while you're on a live stream and you're just running it and people are just thinking that that's you live, but really it's not you and you've just murdered your wife, uh, or not wife, I'm sorry, but, um, I think maybe his girlfriend, what have you, um, so yeah, it's fucked up shit. Um, you know, obviously the being fifteen weeks pregnant is you know add on. Um, let's see. Yeah, in the stream, McCullough claimed several times that the video was live, but said he could not respond to the video's live chat to due to a technical glitch. Which is like, uh, that's a weird glitch, dog. I haven't heard about that. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, per the Belfast Telegraph, McCullough later admitted that the stream was a deception, giving a statement to, to police that it was recorded on December 13th or December 14th, around four days before the killing. Um, in the hearing, prosecutors accused McCullough of a sophisticated, calculated, and cool-headed plot and said he was capable of deception beyond imagination. Uh, um, yeah, that's all I really want to cover there. Like I said, definitely icky, definitely bummer, but, uh, I'm glad that they, you know, at least apprehended this guy and he didn't get away with it. Um, because fuck that shit. Uh, from NBC News, Mafia Hitman found working as a pizza chef after 16 years on the run. So, yeah, we're doing a little bit of more Mafia news. I guess it's just the season right now. Uh, but Ed, Edgardo Greco, uh, who is 63 years old, um, he was a Mafia hitman, and he had been on the run for 16 years, and he was arrested Thursday in France, where he had been working as a pizza chef. Which, I mean, man, that is... <laughs> excuse me for being spicy, but that is what, like, Italian incognito? Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) 
But, um, I mean, he, I, I guess he killed, uh, I believe, two people. Um, yeah, murders of Stefano and Giuseppe Bartolomeo. And this was in 1991. Um, let's see. Italian police said in a statement that the pair were beaten to death with a metal bar in a fish shop in Calibria. Their bodies were made to disappear and never found again, police said. Um, I read in a separate article from the New York Post that, like, they did acid. But, I mean, once again, it's the New York Post, so whatever. Um, but, I mean, let's see. There's the name of the, the, the crime group, which was in, in Granita. In Granita. I cannot pronounce that. Sorry. But um, I couldn't figure out, like, what the, the meaning or root of it was. But I think there's at least some Greek derision. And from that Greek derision, I read that it was, like, manly goodness. So I'm like, I can see that. I can see that fitting. Um, that's, like, Cosa Nostra-y. Um, but, yeah, apparently this guy had, you know, just had a whole new life as a pizza chef. Um, just living it up in France, making some French Italian pizzas, which does sound yummy. I'm not going to lie. Um, but imagine you got pizza from like a crime. I, I don't know. I don't think it was like a crime boss. Like, I think he was just a guy who was like, you know, an operative, like a member, but that would be intense to think about like, Oh shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been apprehended. Um, Let's see. He was deemed responsible for the two deaths during the so-called Maxi Trial, which prosecuted and convicted hundreds of mafia operatives from 1986 to 1992. Um, he evaded the execution of a preliminary or precautionary prison order uh, related to that trial in 2006. Um, he escaped custody in October of 2006. So, I mean, he's on the run. Um, yeah, all right. That's all I really wanted to cover there. But like I said, really interesting story. Um, you know, I love a good Italian crime. And, you know, I love a good Italian pizza. Let's see. Um, from Yahoo News. Massachusetts bill allows inmates to swap organs for less prison times or for less prison time. Ethics experts say it's exploitive. Uh, exploitative. Yeah, this one gave me the creeps. Um, essentially, we're talking about donating organs or bone marrow in exchange for a reduction in their sentences. Um, I mean, they try to make this a thing where they're saying, hey, we're going to give, uh, restore bodily autonomy to inmates. Um, but I don't think that that's what's happening here. I think you're just turning prisons into a fucking body farm. Yeah. And, and the thing is, this was, um, like some of the main proponents of this bill are Democrats. And it's like, no, dude, I did. We want like reform. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to make changes to this prison system, we want that. We don't want you to say, oh, hey, guys, if you want to knock off six months to a year of your prison sentence, you can give us a liver or a kidney. N no, like that's like that's not OK. And that's also 
like there's laws and things of that nature that that really kind of hint that this is unethical. That if you go through with this, that you're probably due to for some lawsuits. Um, because essentially, like you're supposed to want to give of your own free will. And I'm sure there's people on the other side of the conversation were like, yeah, you totally have free will. You don't have to give it if you don't want to. But there's something on the line here. And the something that's on the line is your freedom. When you're doing, you know, a sentence, if this is dangled in front of you, you're going to be like, like I, maybe I don't need it. <laughs> I can just do it with one. Just to get six, six months to a year. Like... And not to mention, it's against the whole idea of what, you know, is reform and the whole, like, oh, like, are you really better now because you you took this procedure? No, that has nothing to do with it. And you're just doing this as a shortcut. It's just weird. I find it to be abnormal. Um, it just, it feels very dystopian. Uh, let's see. Bill HD. And granted, this hasn't been passed yet. It's just being proposed. But just definitely the fact that it's on the table with something I'm like, I want to talk about this. Uh, but Bill HD 3822 would establish a bone marrow and organ donation program. Um, it was introduced late last month as state reps Carlos Gonzalez and Judith Garcia, who are both Democrats, um, if successful, it would allow those incarcerated in the Massachusetts Department of Correction uh, to get their sentence reduced anywhere between 60 days and 12 months in exchange for their bodily offering. Yummy. Which may include a liver or kidney, among other vital body parts. Um, and, and there's some cute, you know, little shit here. You know, where Gonzalez is saying, like, hey, she was inspired um, because she had a close friend who needs a kidney, and it's like, well, I got plenty of prisoners who could just totally give you a kidney. Um, there's another guy here, um, Russell Holmes, who's who has ethical concerns, but um, I think he tries to make the slant that, like, hey, this is giving inmates a chance. To donate to families, which is like, okay, that is a silver lining because that you're actually not allowed to donate to your family because you're an inmate. So this would give you a chance if you guys are a viable match to someone, a cousin, a family member, you could give to them. And that that is something. Okay, but you're using that as like a Trojan horse to like get people on board with this fucking icky ass fucking bill. Uh, I don't like that. Um... So, yeah, that's a thing that's happening in Massachusetts. I don't know if it'll actually come to pass. I'm sure it'll trickle down to me if it does. Um, but, yeah, we got one more thing. One more thing. And uh, I'll let you go after that. Uh, let me hit my break. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. From Yahoo News. What's going on at the Dallas Zoo? Man arrested after tamarind monkeys disappear in suspicious incident. Um, the man who was arrested was Davion Irvin, 24 years old. 
He was charged with six counts of animal cruelty and the disappearance of the monkeys. Um, the police received a tip um, that Irwin was spotted on Thursday at the Dallas Aquarium near the animal exhibits. Um, also, these tamarind monkeys are adorable. I had to put them in the thumbnail. Um, they get the little wispy little, like, chin things going on. Um, super fucking cute. Um, but this man, um, once again, I guess I gotta smap a whoopa, allegedly, there. But, um, he, he took these monkeys, and he had them in, like, this abandoned home. And, um, I mean, it wasn't a suburb, so I guess whatever. But, um, they were in a little closet, um, but they're okay, so that's good. That was some good news that they were found to be okay. Um, but then there's also some other occurrences that happened that this man might be um, connected to. Um, let's see, on January 13th, the zoo was shut down for several hours after a four-year-old clouded leopard, leopard uh, named Nova went missing. Uh, let's see... Dallas drones, Dallas police drones, um, and initially dispatched SWAT officers, uh, to the zoo, not understanding the size of the cloud leopard. Um, yada, 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 they find the leopard, so the leopard is okay, um, but there was, like, tampering with the mesh of, like, the enclosure, so that was suspicious, um, and then also there was a suspicious vulture death. On January 21st, an endangered vulture named Penn, also adorable. I actually love vultures. Um, I think they're really cute. And I like a bird with a, a cool purpose like that. Like, they are definitely scavengers. They are, like, you know, recycling the earth. I don't know. I think it's cool. I think they're neat. Um, but let's see here. Um, this vulture was found dead in its, in its habitat. And then... Um, Let's see, zoo officials said the death of the 35-year-old lappet-faced vulture was unusual and not from natural causes. So there was, like, some kind of, like, bodily harm inflicted onto it. There like, an intentional wound that led to it being fatal. So that's really sad. Um, if I get any more news out of this about this Irving guy or, you know, whether it's related to him or not, we will definitely talk about it that's all i got for today um for the weekend uh thank you so much for tuning in you're a real pal you're a real peach and uh hopefully i'll see you soon for some more good news i love you bye bye Mwah.